0: This is Channel Attitude, your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you. And it's not about what you want it's about what he wants you were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill you were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom you were created with a job to do that's life my job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to That's Life. It is Monday morning, August 28th. 2023. And I am Vince Um, I want to talk about something that happened over this past week. Um, and hopefully this show will help all of us who I believe experience the same thing. We had a couple of um, passings in the world of uh, sports entertainment. The great Terry Funk And, of course, um, Wyndham Rotunda Bray Wyatt, uh, who died at 36 years old and took us all by shock, Um, absolute shock. When somebody dies that young, way before their time, we are just not expecting that. And um, for many of us, it rocks us to the very core. And it's so hard at that moment to think about God and to think about heaven and to think about everlasting peace because we are focused on the passing of that individual and the family and friends that he leaves behind. And you're also experiencing... The idea of never seeing this individual again that's that's I think where the real sadness comes in, uh, knowing you are never on this planet Earth in this lifetime going to see that person again. you know man when it when it comes to death, that's what I really struggle with. I have no fear of death. I believe in my Lord Jesus Christ with all my heart and soul. Um, and I know when my time comes, it will be because he needs me. Uh, and there's something I need to do for him, which would require uh, a trip to heaven. So I know, I know heaven is peace on earth. Um, that I will not even be able to comprehend it. I know all that. I know I'm saved. I know I'll be at peace. But it's 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 missing my loved ones and leaving leaving them behind. And how are they going to um, be able to to cope uh, and carry on without me? E- even though I know they would but obviously you know i worry about you know my wife financially and things like that you know i think i think i'm speaking for all of us but the reality is man i will be going to a place that none of us can imagine a place where there is absolute peace love tranquility all the hate that we experience here, non-existent, non-existence. When when you hear the term rest in peace, if you are a Christian, you will rest in eternal peace. And man, I got to tell you, bro, with the career I've had and with, 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 um, naysayers and adversaries and all the hate that gets thrown my way on a daily basis over the most stupidest of things. I got to tell you, man, when the day comes, when all that goes away, um, I will, I will revel in it. I will revel in it. But here on earth, just like we felt for Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt we we are very saddened and like i said i mean when you think about it part of that is really selfish reasons we are no longer going to get to see or experience or enjoy this great 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 individual but on behalf of that great individual Um, they are going to a place where they are never, ever, ever going to have to deal with the absolute negativity um, that happens every day on our earth. So I just want to share with you today something I took from gotquestions.org. I try to keep it real simple for you guys. What does the Bible say about overcoming grief? So let's let's look at this and break it down. Grief is an emotion common to the human experience, and we witness the process of grief throughout the biblical narrative. Multiple Bible characters experience deep loss and sadness, including Job, Naomi, Hannah, and David. Even Jesus mourned. John eleven thirty five Matthew 23, 37 to 39. After Lazarus died, Jesus went to the village of Bethany where Lazarus was buried. When Jesus saw Martha and the other mourners weeping, he also wept. He was moved by their grief and also by the fact of Lazarus' death. The astounding thing is that even though Jesus knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. He chose to partake of the grief of the situation. Jesus truly is a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. Hebrews Hebrews 4:15. Man, when when Jesus was sent down upon us by God, he wanted to experience what we as human beings experience. And when it came to grieve, grieving and losing somebody we love, Jesus wept with us and grieved with us to experience that emotion, even though he knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. So one step, one step in overcoming grief is having the right perspective on it. First, we recognize that, recognize that grief is a natural response to pain and loss. There is nothing wrong with grieving. Second, we know that times of grief serve a purpose. Ecclesiastic seven two says it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For this is the end of all mankind and the living will lay it to heart. This very, this verse implies that grief can be good because it can refresh our perspective on life. It certainly does that, bro. It certainly, man, reminds us that none of us were guaranteed tomorrow, no matter what our age. No question about that. Third, we remember the feelings of grief are temporary. Weeping may remain for a night but rejoicing comes in the morning. Psalms 35. There is an end to mourning. Grief has its purpose, but it also has its limit. Through it all, God is faithful. There are many scriptures that remind us of God's faithfulness in times of mourning. He is with us even in the valley of the shadow of death, Psalms 23.4. When David sorrowed, he prayed this in Psalms 56.8. You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? The touching image of God catching our tears is full of meaning. He sees our grief and does not disdain it. Like Jesus entered the grief of the mourners in Bethany, God enters into our grief. At the same time, he reassures us that all is not lost. Psalms 46.10. He reminds us to be still and rest in the knowledge that he is God. He is our refuge, Psalms 91, 1-2. He works all things together for the good of those he has called, Romans eight twenty-eight. An important part of overcoming grief is expressing it to God. The Psalms contain numerous examples of pouring out one's heart to God, Interestingly, the promise never ends where he began. He may start a psalm and express with expressions of grief, but almost invariably he will end it with praise. We see this in Psalm 13, Psalm 23, 4, Psalm 30, 11 through 12, and Psalm 56. God understands us, Psalms 139, 2. When we commute, commune with him, we are able to open our minds to the truth that he loves us, that he is faithful, that he is in control, and that he knows how he is going to work it out for our good. Another important step, step in overcoming grief is to share it with others. The body of Christ is designed to ease the burdens of its individual members. Galatians six two and fellow believers have the ability to mourn with those who mourn Romans twelve fifteen. Often the grieving tend to shun others, increasingly feelings of isolation and misery. It is much healthier to seek counseling and group settings can be in, invaluable. That's why I wanted to do that um, chat on Friday morning, guys, for that exact reason. Groups offer listening ears and helpful encouragement, camaraderie, and guidance in working through the grief. When we share our stories with God and others, our grief is lessened. So to sum this up, Sadly, grief is part of the human experience. Loss is part of life, and grief is a natural response to loss. But we have the hope of Christ, and we know that He is strong enough to carry out our burdens. Matthew 11.30 We can give our hurt to Him because He cares for us. 1 Peter 5-7 through We can find solace in the Holy Spirit, our comforter, and parolete, John 14, 16. In grief, we cast our burdens on him, rely on the community of the church, delve into the truth of the world, and ultimately experience hope. That is Hebrews six nineteen and 20. Yeah, we should not grief alone. We should not shun each other's out. We should not let it overcome us. And if we ever feel that we are getting to that point, then we should seek help. But that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, getting to that point. As the Bible just said, man, grief is part of the process, man. It just says that. It's it's a human emotion that even Jesus experienced with his friend Lazarus. And at that moment of death, you don't think about a positive side. I mean, just just saying there is a positive side to death almost sounds ridiculous unless uh, those who pass were, you know, suffering or in very bad health um, and just were not even capable of living life anymore. But when you have a 36-year-old in the prime of his life, um, we are not expecting it. And how how do you find a, a, a bright side of that? And like I said, man, you find the bright side of that when you know that individual is going home. Um, guys, I am telling you as a believer, heaven is the complete opposite of earth. Earth is run by the devil, bro. We talk about this all the time. Heaven is run by God. God is in control. So you've got evil. You've got evil here on earth. And you've got love up in heaven. So you are going to experience something that maybe you had spurts of Here on earth, maybe, maybe you have a good day here, you have a good day there, maybe you have a good month, maybe you have a good year. You don't have a good lifetime, man. You don't have a good lifetime. That is impossible here on this earth because we are driven by all the wrong things on this earth. We've talked about that many, 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 many times. Think about Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda. Think about the pressure to succeed, uh, the pressure to get over and stay over. the pressure of 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 ha- of hoping everybody understands your your vision, the pressure of keeping your spot. When you know there are others coming for you. There is a lot of pressures in our life, guys. There's, there's money pressures. There's mortgage press, pressures. There's pressures with the spouse. There's pressures in raising kids. Pressure, 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 pressure. That does not exist in heaven, bro the pressure is off, the anxiety is off, and the depression is off because that's where depression arrives from, all those things that I I just stated. And like I said, man, it's going to be an experience that our minds are just not going to be able to comprehend I mean, I'm sure once or twice in your life you've said, I can't believe it's this easy. Well, guess what, man? In heaven, it is going to be that easy. It is going to be that easy. And I look forward to that. I, I look forward to not having to deal with hate. I look so forward to that, bro. You cannot imagine how much I look forward to that. But the human emotion is the human in motion. We are going to grieve. We are going to to miss those left behind. But are we really leaving them? That's what we think here on this earth. They will still be here and we will no longer be here. Does that mean that we won't be with them? Does that mean that? Absolutely not. That is not what it means. But this is the human emotion. And that's why when God came, the death of Lazarus, he's showing us that it's okay. But he's oh, He's also telling us, man, the only way you are going to get eternal peace and an experience that you can't even fathom is through me. And man, to me, that's all about keeping keeping your eye on the prize, bro. Keeping your eye on the prize. That's what it's all about. So while, while we grieve the loss of, of a tremendous, tremendous young human being who had a wife and who had a family and who had four kids, when we, when we, when we deal with the mourning and the passing, we also must know that he is now forever at peace. A, a feeling a situation that we we do not even have the mental capability to understand. Guys, every day we wake up, you put on that computer. You go on social media. Every single day, you are knee deep in hate. Every single day, bro, before you go to bed, I'm going to check my emails. I'm going to see what's going on on social media. You go to bed up to your ears in hate every single day, bro. We are so, we are so polluted with hate in this world that we just accept it. It's just the way it is, and there's nothing that any of us can do about it, bro. And that's true. We're not going to change hate in this world, bro. You're not going to change these people. Now, you can go out every day and try to be an example, a positive example, and that's what we all should be doing, bro. Otherwise, you're wasting your life. You are Absolutely wasting your life, bro. If you are not trying to be a positive example in this world, you are wasting your life. But let's not kid ourselves, bro. We could be positive 365 days out of the year. We ain't changing this world. You're not going to change this world. Why? Because you have millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people who have bought into it. You've got millions and millions and millions and millions of people, bro, who are not believers in Christ. So this is it, bro. And for a lot of people, man, the prize is money. The prize is power. That's the prize. And enjoy your prize when you're here, bro, because when you pass, you're going to, you're going to experience nothing nothing bro why because all your attention went to the ways of the world while you were here and your mind is not on the prize your commitment is not on the prize because there is only one prize and that's the one who created you and when you understand that you are going to fully understand what the afterlife means. But for today, we mourn, and it's okay to mourn. It is part of the process. But like I said, man, if you find yourself in a situation where you can't dig out of it, you've got to talk to other people, bro. If you need to go to counseling, you go to counseling. But like I said, man, once you come to the realization, it's part of the process. And once you come to the understanding that if you are saved, saved, bro, saved. You know what that means? You are saved from this world. That's what it means, bro. You are saved from this world. And you are, you are placed in a throne of absolute peace and love and understanding, man. I can't imagine. I've never experienced that in my life, man. I've never experienced that in my life. Like I said, bro, maybe a day here or a day there, that is it. That is absolutely it. So together we will mourn the passing of Wyndham Rotunda, but we will also know that through God and by God and with the grace of God, man, that dude is in a much better place, man. Guys, that's life, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. That's life. That's what this show is all about. It's about the trials and tribulations and making it through every single day. It's about being the best you absolutely can be. It's about making this world a better place for you and for me. It's not about you. It's about the one who created you And it's not about what you want It's about what he wants You were created with a purpose that only you can fulfill You were created to glorify him and glorify his kingdom You were created with a job to do That's life My job is to tell you the impact that God had on my life once I let God take over. That is my story to tell. That's life.